Business of Provisions podcast with Mel and Christy. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, table. the table. Well, hello. Welcome back to another hello, episode of Provisions Podcast with Mel no, and Christy. Hey, Christy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We're glad you're here this morning. Thank you for joining us at the table today. And uh, we're going to start out with just a poll just to see what people um, are thinking. And I know if you're not on the actual call, you're not going to be able to see this, but uh, I'll send you the questions or we'll ask the questions. What is the most commonly spoken language in Singapore? As our guest today will be from Singapore. So okay. <laughs> 100% of our listener, or 100% of our participants in today's call <laughs> guessed that the most common language spoken is English. And um, yeah, and the person who responded is our guest today. So I'm going <laughs> to guess that uh, they know the answer is correct. So let's hope so. Yeah. So let me introduce you to our guest. And our guest today is Sharon Co. And I just want to say that I pulled up a little info on Sharon Co. just to uh, find out some <laughs> things about her. And I, as my friend and also my boss, um, I'm even more impressed with Sharon. So let me share a few things about her. Uh, Sharon went to Westmont uh, college and she graduated in a double major of biology and religious studies with a minor in chemistry. And if that wasn't good enough, then she goes on to um, earn her master of divinity at Fuller and doing her doctor of ministry currently. Um, she has been the mission pastor at Evergreen Baptist Church in Los Angeles, and she is the daughter of missionaries. Um, and she's traveled throughout the world in her role as the current CEO and executive director of International Ministries, uh, the mission that both Mel and I are a part of. So um, that's just a quick thing about uh, Sharon. And what it tells me is she's super smart. <laughs> so Sharon, welcome to uh, the call today. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to join both of you. Good friends on this podcast. <laughs> So I, I mentioned that uh, you were a child of missionaries. So um, is that how you were first exposed to Singapore or was it in another way? Yes, I was born there. You were born there. Okay. Mm. And I won't ask you when, because we don't know. It <laughs> looked like you were born there like 10 years ago. I appreciate so, that. Thank right? you. <laughs> so we won't ask that. Well, so, so how long did you live in Singapore? Um, we left when I was one and moved to the Philippines. Um, and then I lived there in high school um, okay. between 11 and 19. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, so it was started in Singapore where you were born and then to the Philippines and then back to Singapore. Yep, that's right. and, was, yep. and was that because of the mission your parents were involved with? Yeah. Yeah. They had okay. different assignments along the way. Okay. So what did you, what do you miss most about living in Singapore? The if food. Anything? Oh, the food. Mm. Definitely the food. Why? What is so different about the food there? It's good. It's unique. It's the thing that everybody talks about and everybody tries to improve and perfect. And um, your, your friends, your relatives, 
strangers on the street are always discussing where's the best place to get this and the best place to get that or have you tried the one over here I know it's like 30 minutes 45 minutes driving but you've got to try it because nothing's better um, and it's just hmm. part of the culture is there a style of food that's common in Singapore is like is it Singaporean food or is there another way to say it yeah, no, that would be exactly how to say it. Um, there is Singaporean food. Um, there are um, probably four ethnicities that uh, form the culture of Singapore, um, Chinese, Tamil, Malay, and uh, British or, or European. Um, and uh, the, their foods over the years have kind of merged into its own um, genre that's just best known as Singaporean food. Is it is Singaporean food? Um, give me so give us an example of what a common dish in Singapore would be. Like a good is it street food? I'm assuming is street like, food. Yep. Okay. Yep. Street food. Um, hawker centers, stalls where you buy the food and eat outside um, are pretty common. Um, it's really hot in Singapore, so uh, today uh, you can get a lot of those hawker centers indoors, which I prefer with the air conditioning. Um, <laughs> curry, curry would be a. Um, major food. Uh, there, there are two kind of big, big main, big player main races in Singapore, the Malays and the Chinese. Um, and the uh, two races over the years kind of intermarried and, and kind of gave rise to this new um, culture known as Peranakan culture. Um, Peranakan culture is uniquely Singaporean. Um, and they're, especially the, the women, um, known as nonyas or bob nonyas nonyas um and um they have created kind of a whole menu of uh just uniquely singaporean foods that you can really only eat in singapore or call singaporean wow yes. oh wow so so what's your favorite food to eat when you're in singapore um i like it all uh i have memories of my grandmother sitting there with a pestle and mortar and like breaking down spices to make a curry. So a uh, good Peranakan curry is good. Um, my favorite's probably Singaporean chicken rice, uh, which sounds about as, it sounds super plain. That's what I thought when I moved there, like chicken and rice, what's the big deal? Right. Um, mm -hmm. But the, the way the chicken is simmered slowly has it very tender. The rice is very flavorful and the sauces that go with it are just perfect. So that's something that I could eat probably every day till I die. Every <laughs> do you know, do you know how, so you know how to cook it really well or is it I do, do but it takes how to forever. eat it well Both. oh it takes forever <laughs> I mean I would rather eat it well but yes I can cook it mm. <laughs> um what are what was when you were living in Singapore so it was when you were one and then again you came back in high school what was your um your community like while you were living there mm -hmm. well um a lot of my extended family of course I come from a very large family with uh, something like 50 cousins. Wow. Um, not all of whom live in Singapore, but it was a good enough group. And um, my church, um, somewhere in, in, let me think, somewhere in secondary school, I had a classmate invite me to um, a church camp, um, which then led me to join their youth group. Um, and, and a lot of the, um, at the time, girls and boys, now men and women, um, are still lifetime friends and wow. we, we came of age mm. spiritually together and um, yeah, that was my community. Is there a diverse religious environment in Singapore? Yeah yeah the, the Singaporeans would respect um, the Hindu culture um, 
the Muslim culture and the Christian culture, um, all as, as national religions, well-respected. Okay. Mel, do you have any other questions before we get to our three main questions? I'm just hungry. <laughs> I know it makes me want to travel. Okay. <laughs> I, I could get some curry going. Why don't you guys come over? I mean, Sharon, when's our next trip? You kind of lost know, me. Like, We're oh going to meet gosh. in Singapore. Yeah. Why don't, yeah. We, why don't we meet in Singapore before we go yeah. to Bangladesh? Yeah. I, I've only traveled through the uh, airport uh, in Singapore mm -hmm. once. Yeah, you can get the food there. You can get the and, food there. Um, it's massive. Um, it's like walking into like, an 80s time zone when it was malls and everything you know you could find everything you wanted isn't there That's like a uh, movie theater and an amusement park or I, something I, like that I think so I mean I, I honestly haven't lived there in over 20 years but I, I've heard of the theater and the, and the park and all these things and um, I go through Singapore every so often okay. when I'm traveling in that part of the world um, the airport um, yeah if you, if you go through you can get the food yeah I, I, I very, we're very proud of our food yeah, the so, airport was amazing. <laughs> One of the best airports I've ever been in, and I've been in a few. Um, I okay, okay. No, well, I, I have gonna... a question that's uh, off sure. the yeah. yeah record here. So, I mean, you've seen Crazy Rich Asians, of course, right? And yes, it I takes have. place yeah. in Singapore. Yeah. I mean, when you were watching that, were you, did that bring up stuff for you, like memories or like, or you're like, oh yeah, this is totally Singaporean, or not really. I mean, it's I mean, I mean, so, some parts story. were they they were intentional about casting a couple of very Singaporean sounding people um, who oh. have the accent. Um, I mean, there's a lot of Americans and Canadians and <laughs> and others in there, but uh, there, I think there's a there's an auntie that sounds. Um, um, I think it's Aquafina's mom or something that sounds very very Singaporean. <laughs> Um, and, and you're like, oh yeah, there's my aunt. <laughs> so, and the way, the, the way they were acting, you know, the amount of food that was served to like six to eight people could feed 40, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, it, the, I mean, crazy, crazy rich Asians. Uh, I mean, my friends who live there still uh, tell me they do know people like that. But it was certainly not um, representative of the majority of the population. Okay. Uh, you know, most of whom probably 90 something percent live in mm -hmm. um, well-made government housing, but you know, mm -hmm. just the, the way, you know, but other than that, uh, it, it was entertaining for me. I thought the movie was funny. I laughed awfully hard. Yeah. I, it's uh, one of my favorites, honestly. I, I have it. I actually own it because I wanted to watch it so often because I laughed so much through it. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it makes yeah. me want to go back and, and visit Singapore in, in a non-airport venue. So yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the question I was going to ask, um, uh, since we have a bit of time here is that, um, what, I mean, you, this is a question probably all of us get asked at different times, but you've been to a lot of countries. Do you know how many countries you've been to? And, and um, not just like a 12, 12 hour layover, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I have not attempted a recent count. Um, I think before I started at IAM six years ago, the count was close to 50. Okay. Yeah. And mm -hmm. of course I've been to a bunch of new ones since then. Um, so yeah. I would say under 60, but not, I mean, because a lot of them are repeat countries. So sure. un under 60, but. Wow. Yeah. I think I'm at like 35 or something. So yeah, you nice. definitely yeah. got maybe. Yeah. Um, 
so of all of those places, if you could hmm. go back for an extended period of time, not necessarily your favorite place, but a place you'd want to do an extended visit at, do you have a country that you've thought of doing that? Well, um, I really enjoyed New Zealand. I thought it was very, very pretty. Um, I found that I like the food in most of Africa, to my surprise. Okay. Um, but South African food is very good to me. Um, I Great. think something about the um, melting pot of different cultures sure. has resulted in their food tasting very familiar to the Singaporean. <laughs> so I, I, I enjoy their stuff um, and try to imitate a lot of dishes that I tried there. Um, Culture-wise, um, Japan had a very unique culture, you know, just kind of its own. Mm -hmm. um, and that was, that was fun to watch and observe. Well, we have three questions that we always ask our guests, and um, I'm going to have to put them in past tense because <laughs> you sure, are yeah. not currently living yeah. in Singapore. I think this first one, maybe you've already addressed it, but maybe if there's anything more to add, um, <clears throat> what did you like the most about living in Singapore? Well, I, I mean, each one of us has our own um, individual and unique experiences in a place. Uh, for me, uh, living in Singapore was a very much um, a time of my life where I was coming of age, especially spiritually. Uh, mm -hmm. So my, my, um, my memories of committing my life to mission, of committing my life to following Christ, of, of calling, of, of receiving the call, all of those happen in Singapore for me. Mm -hmm. So um, that mm -hmm. very much is what I associate with Singapore as my um, place of origin. Mm -hmm. um, I went, I left and went to college um, at 19. So I, I haven't lived there since, um, but there's still a part of me that um, celebrates the um, Christianity that I was a part of. My yeah. friends are very committed to Christ. Um, they were, um, are uh, very generous people. They give to their church, to mission, their time. Um, people uh, tried very hard to be the best followers of Jesus Christ. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of my friends were terribly intellectual, always reading books, you know, doing Bible studies on this and that. Um, and just the, the subculture that came out of that of, of um, yeah, Christianity and our faith um, that gave rise to the life that um, I'm been a part of as an adult now um, is, is, is the part that I associate it best with. Mm. And of, of course, all of that over food. Um, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Just just to tag onto that, did you get your love for coffee, which we didn't talk about yet, but from mm. being in Singapore, is that just something no, that was family thing? No, actually, yeah, coffee was later. Coffee, um, let me think. I think it was after college in seminary while working three jobs to get myself through seminary. Out of necessity. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then of, of course, having a refined palate, then you chase what's better and better and better and better yeah. and eventually kind of find the thing that you like. So. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. That's beautiful. <laughs> um, our second question, what did you find the most challenging about living in Singapore? Um, it was hot. Uh, that's, that's, it, it, it's quite a feat to set up a whole city in a terribly hot and humid place. And then um, <laughs> I, I was just hot all the time. I, I grew up in Los Angeles. Um, by the time that we moved uh, back to Singapore, I was just the American kid. Um, you know, I, I went to, to Singaporean schools and people made fun of my accent. They, um, 
uh, made fun of. They, they said they said I sounded like a newscaster because that's the only other time that they had heard, <laughs> they had heard this accent. Oh my goodness! Oh, that's funny. Um, I was uh, small uh, when we lived here in, in the United States, but when we went back to Singapore, um, seen as terribly tall, just super mm. tall, super athletic. You must be good at basketball, kind of thing. And um, it's just an assumption, I guess, tall people get. <laughs> yep. um, yeah, it was a real change. Um, yeah, so it, I mean, challenging, but now, of course, as an adult, I, I, I celebrate um, mm. how that made me who I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what do you wish more people knew about Singapore? The, the first thing that jumps to mind has to do with that um, unique culture that I talked about, the, the Peranakans that gave rise to the, the special kind of food that became Singaporean food and the strength that we get in diversity. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I feel like uh, my, my own neighborhood here, here in California um, could, could use a little bit of <laughs> learning mm-hmm. from, you know, just kind of, not just is that person that looks different from me, someone to be tolerated or somebody to be put up with, but actually that that person offers in their history and their story and their culture, something that I could grow from learning about. Um, and that yeah. that's true in um, in the church as well. That to to ignore somebody of a different race or to ignore churches of a of a different um, race really is cutting out a part of God's image that that Amen. we aren't able to understand um, because mm. um, our our brothers and sisters of that culture actually understand that part of God a little right. bit better. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, I. I, I, I wouldn't say, you know, all Singaporeans have that down perfect. I mean, certainly I've seen racism sure. everywhere I go, but, sure. um, but there's kind of a more, a more pushed upon the culture, maybe by the government, I don't know who, but um, it necessitates that we are mm. um, at, at least tolerant, if not um, willing to celebrate uh, each other's culture. Uh, mm. just the way the vacation holidays are lined up, um, which ones we celebrate, you know, uh, mm. those kinds of things that you, you may not, this may not be your holiday, but we're all going to observe it because it is somebody's very important holiday. Right. That's um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's so neat. I'm going to kind of backtrack a, a sure. bit. I, you gave me um, the names of two dishes. I'm sure two of many, many, many favorites to share with our listeners. And so we're going to put that on a link for our, That's and cool. have it available on our podcast notes. Um, but I was wondering if you could talk about them for just a quick second. Um, one of them is Singaporean chicken curry. Yeah. And um, how is that different from some of the other, you know, chicken curries that are out there? Um, well, to, to a culture that knows curry, um, because I'm from a, well, I guess because I'm from a culture that eats a lot of curry, that I, every time I have curry, I have to distinguish like, oh, mm-hmm. um, this is South Indian curry or, right. oh, this mm-hmm. is South African curry. Yeah. Or, oh, uh, we're having Japanese chicken curry tonight. <laughs> yeah. Know, or, um, and uh, Indian curry. Uh, yeah. So um, I, I can't really liken it to anybody else's better known curries. Um, but I guess if you had Thai curry um, without the sweetness and the fish sauce um, and Indian curry without the cinnamon, maybe, um, and merge those two with Sri Lankan curry. 
you might get there. <laughs> Okay. I, I, I don't know, but it's it, so fun. Yeah. yeah, it really is. It's its own unique, but you, you can look it up now and just kind yeah, of read the spices yeah. that go in it. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah. There's some crazy ones. And I, I'm the one in charge, like of writing down like the substitutions and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. So there's some crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, one thing is in, in it, in this recipe, at least is pandan leaves. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, what the heck is a pandan leaf? I don't it's know. A, so- it's a very, <laughs> very fragrant, um, the fragrant green long leaf that uh, gets used to flavor things. And again, very, very uh-huh. unique. So I can't really compare oh, it to anything yeah, else, yeah. Um, but it often gets combined with coconut. Um, it okay. kind of has that flavor and um, yeah, it's it, so really cool. good. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it is really good. That, that's a flavor I miss a lot. This other dish, I'm like, I've never heard anything like it. So you'll have to tell us about it. Um, Singapore chili crab. Well, yeah. Um, so, so the seafood is really good. It's an island. It's an island mm-hmm. nation. Seafood's really good. So you can get fresh um, crab and everything else uh, totally spoiled in my childhood or my <laughs> teenhood because I think all seafood should taste like that. Um, <laughs> and then the 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 sauce. It's um, let's see. It's it's a little bit spicy. It's it's a little bit tomato based. Uh, chili is very specific in Singapore. Just like I was talking about curry. There's like a thousand different kinds of chili. Don't mix them up. You know, each one's made for its own wow. thing. Um, and then uh, egg, uh, scrambled egg that uh, goes in. It's just a really delicious sauce. I remember my uh, little sister when she was maybe like three, um, you know, sitting in a high chair at the table. We're at a family meal and we're eating chili crab. And she figured out that she could grab the little um, buns, uh, bread off of the serving plate, dip it in the sauce and eat it. And mm. if nobody was watching the whole plate, that was meant for the whole family would be gone because little sister was just sitting there dipping it in the sauce and eating Love it. it. So, uh, yeah, we still kid her about that now. But, yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I was going to say everything you've told me about the food now makes me want to go there at least. I know, for that. I know, right? <laughs> we, we need you to like take us there and, and lead us around and guide us through the city. I, I have a really hard time watching cooking shows. I love cooking. I guess yeah. that would be the, if you, had, you mm-hmm. know, do you have a hobby? I would say that's it. Um, I, I love experimenting in the kitchen and, and these kinds of things, but I have a really hard time watching cooking shows because they make, make me really hungry, even if mm-hmm. I'm full. Right. Mm-hmm. Like right. I can have dinner, be really full, watch a cooking show, and then get really hungry. It's, it's yeah. just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Agreed. Seems to be hard to be part of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I can't wait to try these out. I, I yeah. Um, this one recipe that I put down or chose for uh, this chili crab, it has like eight different notes at the end, like just like you know where to find this that or the other you know ingredient and stuff and yeah. um i mean living in lebanon i'm like I, I i don't think i could attempt this here it's it sounds really really hard but i i really want to um well, or there, go find um i mean honestly i think the society of homesick singaporeans uh, have created oh. um, just a whole line of uh pre-made sauces where they'll, they'll put all the spices in and then sell you the pack of sauce. <laughs> so, nice. Um, okay. Later, after we're done here, I can help you find a link to some of those. Okay. They're on Amazon and stuff. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. awesome. That's, That's great. awesome. Well, Sharon, we're really thrilled that you took the time to be with us. I know your schedule mm-hmm. is crazy busy. I think you've got board meetings coming up and yeah, conferences and everything. Yeah. And so this has been fun to ask you some of these questions and learn a little bit more about um, what made you you and uh, especially around food. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, we wanted to just, uh, uh, give a quick, uh, shout out to the next couple of sessions that we'll have the next couple podcasts. We're going to be hearing from friends of ours in South Africa who are in Durban, South Africa. They're going to share about their life and culture there. 
And then uh, after that, we will have um, some guests from Southeast Asia that have worked and lived in Southeast Asia, and especially, hopefully, Bangladesh. And um, so I want to just let any listeners know what our next uh, couple episodes will be about. And as always, we, we always have our guests share this or read out this blessing for us. Um, so do you mind closing this out? This blessing, sure. sure, I'll be glad to. May the peace of Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bless you in this gathering full of wonder and communion. May you return again to this table, rejoicing in his provision. Amen. Amen. Thanks. Well, thank you everyone for listening today. And we hope you will join us on another episode of Provisions. See you later. Bye. Bye.